0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com
1: What's going on, everybody? My name is Ed Lover, and it's time for another episode of Cibboard, son. Let's get right to it. Okay, so Jermaine Dupree and Uncle Luke got together, and they got a documentary coming on Hulu. About Freak Nick. Hey, where the bitches at? It's supposed to be titties. Where the fucking titties and the bitches? And all of y'all are nervous as hell. I'm fake it, I want to see some real booty shaking. Come on, son. What did you do at Freak Nick that you don't want nobody to see? Oh, I knew I knew you. Damn it, to hell I knew your face was for me to me. Man, back in the day, your wife just sucked the meanest. Well, I know you know you're the lucky man. And why would you do anything that you don't want your kids and possibly your grandkids to see? Come on, son. Are y'all really worried about what happened in 91, 92, 93? Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Get right, You're right, all right. You done gained 87 pounds and you don't even look the same, so ain't nobody gonna recognize your ass on no Freak Nick video? Come on, son. Don't worry about Freak Nick. And did you expect Uncle Luke not to come? Yeah, pause. With a Freak Nick uh, documentary? Uncle Luke is a freak. He's a freak. Look at all the stuff that Uncle Luke has done over the years. Keep on, son. You ain't know Uncle Luke was a freak. You ain't know Jermaine Dupree was a freak. You didn't know that? You didn't know that they middle names probably are both Nick? Come on, son. Ain't no freakier Nick than Nick Cannon, though, is it? Nick Cannon should be called Freak Nick, shouldn't he? (laughs) Come on, son, man. Stop worrying about everything, man. Stop it, man. The internet is, is straight crazy. And speaking of crazy stuff on the internet, why is everybody dragging Chloe Bailey because her brand new album didn't sell like that? Come on, son your ass can't sing eat a dick oh <laughs> me you what you worried about Chloe Bailey's sale for and then people got the nerve to out there and be out there and, and blaming beyonce come on son why because she's signed to beyonce's label but well, beyonce could have tweeted something out or something like you know <laughs> could have put up a little Instagram post to help the girl out come on beyonce <laughs> And, and, and Halle Berry is running around posing naked on the balconies and, and getting mad because people are talking about that. Come on, son. Halle, when you did that, you know you opened yourself up to whatever anybody wants to say about you. Come on, son. And what's up with Marcus Houston and his 19-year age difference of his wife? He's 41. I think his wife is about to turn 23 Something like that. How long you how long you been? How long you been on that, Marcus Houston? Come on, son. You trying to tell us that you just started talking to her at eight when she was eighteen, but you was looking at her when she was fifteen. Come on, son. You ain't the only one, fam. You ain't the only one. A lot of dudes out there was looking at women that they married when they was young. Rumor has it, Jay started looking at Beyonce when she was young. We know Russell was looking at Kimora when she was young. And we know R. Kelly was looking at everybody when they was young. <laughs> he even wrote a song called, I admit it. Come on, son. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. A lot of stuff going on, man. But unfortunately, I have to say that America has to do something about the gun violence that's going on in this country. We had another mass shooting. Rest in peace to everybody that lost someone, Louisville, Kentucky. I've been there many, many, many times. Love and respect all the people of Louisville. Let's let's spread love, y'all. It's not only the Brooklyn way, in the words of the notorious B-I-G, but it should be the human way. My name is Ed Lover. This is, come on, son. Now let's start the show. (laughs) (laughs) What up, y'all? This is Ed Lover. This is the visual part of Come On Sound the podcast. You can always catch the audio. Like I said, this podcast. It's all about interesting conversations with interesting people. I don't sit and talk to just anybody. I talk to people that I find interesting that I'm quite sure that you will find interesting. But before I go, before I start this hit, I want to give a shout out to Shell the and cutie. I have no idea what's in this bottle that she put in front of me. Shell, what's in here? It's like a Hennessy margarita. Like a Hennessy margarita. I don't drink shit that say like <laughs> a Hennessy. Either it's a Hennessy margarita it ain't. But I drank some of my other stuff that she has concocted and put in a bottle, and I guarantee you it will make you feel good. It will knock you on your ass. Believe me, you will pull up on your second baby mama after you drink one of these. Brick Hard without Viagra, Cialis, or Levitra. One of these, Shell, the Catering Cutie. How can they find you, Shell?
0: Shell, the Catering Cutie 5 on Instagram or shellthecateringcutie.com
1: shellacateringcutie.com, shellacateringcutie5 on Instagram. Now, speaking of Instagram, every time I'm on my Instagram, I'm scrolling, you know, minding my business, seeing what's going on with my creep squad because I got a creep squad on Instagram, right? (laughs) So we know all the big booty chicks and all that. Shout out to the creeps, right? And I scroll. I see this brother all over the place. All, dropping jewels all over the place, whether he's talking about the industry, whether he's talking about fatherhood, where he's just being a life coach. I thought he was interested, so I was like, yo, I got to have him on. Uh, come on, son, the podcast. Y'all give it up for Ray Daniel. Give it up for him, y'all. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Y'all hating it. If you don't give it up, you're a hater. You're a there damn you hater right now. What up, Ray? Welcome to Brooklyn, brother. I always see you all on my timeline, bro. Yeah. What's the story, bro? Tell me the story, bro.
0: Well, I'm a music industry executive, uh, been doing it for like the last eight this is January, May, 18 years. Um, and I started noticing, especially after COVID, that there were a lot of people on there giving information. And um, I just felt like I've never seen those people. like, who are these people telling you how to do this? Like, right. And for me, you know, I just was like, you know I wanted to be another voice, uh, I think, a realistic voice of someone that's actually done it. You know what I'm saying? So I started off as kind of like a joke. Like not even a joke. It was more of a social experiment. Plus I tell, I sit, I do this for a living, right? Okay. I gotta make that known. Uh, I, I'm a full-time music executive. I'm just, I'm, I'm an intern podcaster, right? I don't make no money from it. I make all my money from doing the music, I'm being in the music business. But, you know, I just, I just was sitting in the room with artists and I'm like, you just gotta do it. You just gotta just build. You gotta just build, you gotta just build. And then they'll look at me, and I'm like, bro, this is not that hard. Just go. And I started off just like, I'm going to show you how I'm going to do it. Ask me a question, and I will post it. And then for like, I think I started June of last year. And then um, starting in June, everywhere I want people were like, congratulations on your podcast. I'm like, I don't have a podcast. Like, I just literally sit in my office. Somebody asks me a question, I answer it, and then I post it up. Right. It's funny because uh, while we sitting in here, I'm looking at your setup, by the way, which is really beautiful. I hope my people are paying attention. It's
1: very beautiful, <laughs> but um,
0: you know, I just I, got here. Though. Nah, it looks good though. I just it, got it here. It looks amazing, and you know, but I was telling, but I was telling. Uh, it's funny because when your guy was like five, four, like everybody who knows me on my team knows. Hey, bro, I ain't got enough time. I don't got enough time for that five, four, three, two, one. Right. I go to my office and get some work done. Go. That's how. Because I just right. I'm full time. I'm a full-time CEO of my own company, and you know, I currently have hits on the on the radio everywhere. So for me, it's just it's something that just spawned into something, and it's almost I don't even know how to respond to it because if anybody knows me, it's me. Mind you, you know me like this is me all day, like right, whether the cameras on or not on. I'm I I always say I know what hip-hop did for my mother. My mother, you know, by the way, I grew up watching you. Uh It's funny because uh, on the East Coast, I was one of them kids that. Dr. Dre was the other Dr. Dre, right? You know, it, the West was, Coast Dr. The, Dr. Dre. That was the other Dre. That was the, the other, other Dr. Dr. Dre. Was right. Dr. Dre? Right. I was Dre. My partner Is, Dr. Dre exactly. was Dre. So yeah. So um. But I always say I know what hip hop did for my mother. My mother was she was driving school buses, making twenty three, twenty two hundred $2, dollars a month, and now she lives a very, very, very comfortable life in a big house and a nice car, and it's all paid for by her son in the music business. So when 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 you have that kind of when you make that kind of impact, you, I kind of want, and I remember praying, I'm gonna be honest with you. Because, you know, in the music business, it's a lot of hazing. It's a lot of, I know that's the right door, but I'm gonna tell you to go through that door anyway. Right. It's hazing. And I just remember, I, can I curse? Am I curseing? It's okay. But you can okay. say whatever you so want I remember, to So I remember my prayer, I was like, God, if you put me in position, I promise I won't be a fuck nigga. I promise if you put me in position and you help me take care of my family, any opportunity I get, any chance I get, I'm going I'm to give game to people that look like me. Because like I said, I know what it did for my mom. I know what it did for a lot of our families. So for me, I'm just, this is just me honoring the process and honoring my promise. But I always tell people, I'm like, you don't got to listen to me. But you're not going to be the reason my mom don't eat. You can be the reason your mom don't eat. But I'm giving you information that's going to help you feed your family. I'm 18 years in how as I've ever been. Right. And that's because I don't cheat the process and I honor it. Where did it start for you? Meaning like, how did I get in the game? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this kid I went to high school with, he, this guy I went to high school with, I was working at Delta, a regular nine to five, and he pulled me over on Old National, where I'm from, shout out to College Park, uh, and he was like, I need your help. And I was like, with well, what? And he's like, man, since we've been kids, when you talk, people listen. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. So then he had me, he brought me to a studio, he played his music for me, and he was like, bro, if you could just talk about what I'm doing, um, we can make some money together, and I was like, Okay, like, cause I think at that time, my like, I was actively seeking purpose. I, that was like, I was like a fuck up in high school. I graduated late. Um, I really wasn't supposed to be shit. And then all of a sudden, somebody come to me and say, "I think you could be something if you just work with me." Right. So I honored that shit, and that guy never made it, and I did. So that's why another reason why I'm so like about giving, cause when you coming up, everybody when you coming up, everybody that you see are like giants, and i this guy was a giant to me, like. And I'm just looking like, wow, like, I'm really looking like, damn, God bless you. Right. I can't do none of that. Look what God did for you. But the whole time, the arrogance that he had towards the gift is why he didn't make it. Because he felt like because it was his gift, it was his. And for me, I just never looked at it like that. I just always looked like, even now, like, bro, I wake up and I work like my mom's still in the hood. I wake up and work like, 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 I work like there's no tomorrow. Like, dog, I'm, I'm not, and I don't complain, and I do it with a smile on my face. So, you know, I just honor the process, man, and I believe that there's a there's there's something in that. So even this podcast space, this is my first interview I've done since we started. Really? This love a couple. What the fuck you think I'm supposed to say? <laughs> this, <I'm, laughs> Thank I'm, 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 you, brother. On the thing, I'm gonna say no. Thank like, you, brother. On, bro. Like it's like I don't like these are calls that you dream of having. Somebody that you actually like. I can recite words from who's the man. Right. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like I want to say big up to Combat Jack. I call him the Pod Father. Yes. Because Combat Jack is the person that influenced me to podcast. Yes. And in the strangest way, because he invited me to do a podcast with him when he came down to Atlanta. He said, Yeah, I'm doing a podcast live. I was like, You doing a what? Like, you know a podcast yeah. live? And he was like, I was like, Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a time to come and I figured I would be one of the guests that he had. And it was just me and him mm. in a room of 500 people. Oh, wow. And he controlled the room. He controlled the bar. He controlled everything. Wow. And then he told me, you need to go into podcasting because you got stories. You got a gift of gab. You've been doing radio for so long. This could be another total stream of revenue for you. So you need to get into podcasts. And, and because of Jack, I'm sitting here right now, and I'll never forget that. I,
0: I to combat Jack. I always yeah. tell people, I'm like, today is there are more opportunities today for people that look like us than there ever have been. And the reason is, is because our... Like, when I was a kid, my mom didn't listen to what I listened to. Like, my mom didn't listen to rap. My mom right. listened to Luther Vandross... That's and right. ...Freddie Jackson and, yeah. you know, Teddy Pendergrass. That's, mm-hmm. But I, rap was our thing. Right. But now, my kids listen to rap. My, so it's like now there are so many... They don't listen to our rap. No, my son listened to Kendrick. That's, that was a funny thing. My son is on Instagram or going crazy to Kendrick, and I'm like, damn. And when you start thinking about it, it's like this is the first time that we all are aligned right. as a community where we all kind of understand what's going on. It's no separation because hip-hop has matured. So I think podcasting and telling our stories is the next level of of our culture. So for me, it's like, I, every time I talk to somebody who do what we do, I'm like, why are you not louder? Like, why are you not talking? Like, we are superheroes. We are the superheroes. There are kids that's looking at me and you like, I can do it because they look like me. So I think that a lot of us that are like, oh, I'm behind the scenes, but shit, you need to get in front now because right. these, every kid's gonna wanna be a rapper. If he don't well, see- Well, they you. do now, damn then. Well, they do, but they do because they don't realize that you can be other things. And that's our responsibility to show them. Right. Like, you can be other things. And I think that's one of my biggest goals. That's why I don't, I'm not a guy that's, like, going to always just talk to artists. I want to talk to everybody. Because we all can learn from each other's story. We all can learn from each other's mistakes. And whether you up or whether you down, it shouldn't matter. It's the the lessons are in the stories and the experiences. So I just think it's a great time to be black
1: and from hip-hop culture. I don't think it's ever been a better time. And you got a direct uh, relationship with the audience. Yes. Like, we have a direct line to the audience, right? (laughs) We could put it up, and it can be judged for what it is, but it's our direct line to the audience. It's not us waiting on, you know, when I was coming up, it was, you had to go, you know, you went to Def Jam, and if you couldn't get to Def Jam, then you took one of the other Profile, Wild Pitch, 4th and Broadway, any one of those other labels you took, Mm. If you couldn't get to the premier label for hip hop, which was Def Jam, yes. at the time, and then all, you know all of a sudden Loud came around and then Bad Boy, the and yeah, it was all options. And, but at first, it was Def Jam. Yes. It was the flagship. But now, not to knock Def Jam, I would never knock Def, yeah. Def Jam because I had a label through Def Jam. But you got a direct line. Now you don't. There's no excuse anymore. But
0: it's funny because I started in. I started a company, my new company is called LYI, which is an acronym for Leverage Your Influence. Right. And when I'm talking to these artists, I was talking to a big artist manager, and he ironically said, I just read up with Def Jam. And I was like, and this is no disrespect, cause Tungy, the CEO of Def Jam, is my brother. But I was like, why? Like, and he's like, I was like, and I started looking at, I was like, bro, look at Def Jam's following and look at yours you got millions of people that follow you and so does Def Jam. So that means you can talk directly to the consumer, but you so worried about the system and what that can do for you. And I worked in a system, so I know it's a trick. I know the system is, it's not rigged as much as, much as it's just, dog, if I got a hundred shots, I'm gonna hit one and your shot is just you. But if you do it the right way, you can hit it. So. That's why I said, the show I'm doing, it was a social experiment, because I was like, I'm gonna leverage the influence that I have. And then another thing I think is that we take advantage of the followers we have, right? So, if I told someone, I, how much money would you pay to sit in Phillips Arena in front of a packed audience and talk to them? And it was like, how much is that worth? That's worth a whole lot of money, right? That's just 20,000 followers. Right. But people are like, I don't have millions of followers. I don't give a damn, you got 20,000. That's Phillips Arena, that's Madison Square Garden. Right. That's Madison Square Garden. Like if you got sixty thousand, that's a stadium. If you got even if you got two thousand, that's still a small theater room. That's the Apollo. Right? So my thing is is that some so many people are worried about being seen and acknowledged when that's not what it's about. It's about just speaking and letting the audience come to you and attracting the base. So that this for me is like like I said, this is more of a social experiment than it is anything else. It was just I'm going to just show you how it's done. I'm going to talk about what I know, the way I know it. And if you pay attention to anything I do, I never talk about what I do. You wouldn't know that we won best record of the year at the Grammys this year, 2023. Not 2018, this year, won best record at the Grammys, record of the year. You wouldn't know that because I don't have to talk about that. When people open their mouth, you know who they are. And I feel like most people want to tell you, look, I sold a million albums, let me tell you. It's like, bro, if you sold a million albums, you shouldn't have to tell me. Yeah. It's like you introducing me to you. Like, I'm that love. Motherfucker, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up watching you. You see know what I'm saying? Right. Say? When it comes out, when you are it, you don't have to showcase it. But so many people would be begging me to see them. And I'm like, why do you care? What? Okay, I see you. Now what? Right. You got in the role with me. You played me your music. Now what? How about this? Let's say I think it's incredible. Now what? We still gonna have to go get the people.
1: Right. So why well, we... how do you? Because a, a lot of the young artists, Ray, might... Listen to you and hear you, but they don't know how. But that's but this is my
0: thing. Follow if you look at my Instagram, you go back. You'll my first video of me talking. There's a microphone in front of me that is not plugged up. <laughs> you can you can see it because I'm right. like, I'm I'm willing to be sloppy. I'm willing to be laughed at. I'm I don't care how y'all feel about me when I leave here. I never was doing this for y'all. I was doing this because this is a promise I made to God. So I don't care how y'all feel. So. If you really believe that this is what you're meant to do, why the? not and, and when I say belief, I think faith is, God is faith, it's all the same thing. If you have belief in you, then why the fuck do you care what the next man believes? All you have is, your, all you need is a belief that you're supposed to do it. Right. And I'm, I'm a movie fanatic, like my team you know, I could recite any movie, any line, anything. I could, I could see a moment and be like, this reminds me of this. And watching movies taught me that it doesn't matter how people feel. You can overcome it. We only watch movies to see the hero overcome shit. Right. That's the only I we draw drawing the movies to see the conflict and see the person, the good guy come out on the other side. So for me, it's like, why not you? Just go for it. Don't be afraid, put a song out. Who gives a fuck if they laughing at you? My only thing is, I'm the guy that I don't mind you laughing. Can you just tell me what you laughing at? Like, mm. is it my shirt? Is it my hairstyle? Is it my, just, I don't, I don't give a fuck if you laugh at me. Laughing at me all day, I'm gonna ask why. Cause I'm gonna come back better and your stupid ass gonna still be sitting there laughing at somebody, and I'ma watch you be shit, nothing, and I'ma get rich, er. Right. That's my thought process. So I don't, so like I said, this is a social experiment. This is me exploring, trying to just show people like, don't be afraid to go out there and try. Just try.
1: Come on, Yo, if you thought the McCrispie was busting, hold up. Bacon and Ranch have entered the chat. Say hello to the Bacon Ranch McCrispie. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I participate in McDonald's. Limited time only. Come on, side. And if you could fly
0: at 10,000 feet, a lot of, th- a lot of people He's want to go back. still flying. But you know what it is? If you could fly at... So say if you, like, you could fly at 10,000 feet for 18 months. A motherfucker that don't get it is going to try to fly at 40,000 feet for four months. Right. But when you, what, you do, what are you doing when you find that 40,000 feet? You're not giving God a chance to enter the room. Because mm. now you're flying so high and you're building, you're stressing yourself out so much that you're like, man, something good got to happen. If nothing, my podcast, bro, I'm laughing because y'all set up is so beautiful, but my shit, if <laughs> you ever come to my office. It took office? a long time to get no, in, bro, I'm, saying, but my, I'm not
1: going to lie to you. I have been, This is my seventh or eighth year podcasting, and I think we just started making money off the podcast two years ago, it's just about keep doing it, you, you love it, you believe in it, and you don't give a damn if you got 40 people listening or if you got 140,000 listening. It's gonna be the same it thing. It doesn't matter. That's why I don't even like this to be too clean, that's why I talk off camera, yeah. that's why I put shit all over the place, and because I want it to be as authentic as possible. Like I said, interesting conversations with interesting people. I don't have to go after the biggest person that's out there and if go, the, could you please come through my podcast? Cause probably I don't even fucking like you. If and I don't con- want to sit across from you and talk to you anyway. If the
0: content is good, that's all that matters. Like the if same you way I if it's good, that's all that matters. That's why I don't mind you laughing at me because I just want to know what makes it funny. Cause I, cause funny sometimes is good.
1: Absolutely, I can build off a of funny. I can build off a of funny, I but I can stand go, up. I, I just can build off a of funny. I want to if you laughing long. at
0: me or you laughing with me. Cause if you are laughing at me, just tell me
1: how I can switch it. But, See, look what I tell you. Yeah. My my whole shit is fucked up right now, and I don't care. <laughs> See? Other people be like, oh, time out, gotta fix my microphone. I really don't care, right. bro. Right. I don't it's, care. Come on, son. Started with a cardboard sign and a magic marker. And you talking shit about like what you do? Come on, son. Right. Exactly. That's how it started. Exactly. I know. That started because I didn't know how I came from MTV. Where when I said something or guests came, they did what they call a Chiron on the bottom of the screen and it would flash. And I had a laptop and I didn't know how to how to do it. I had the first MacBook, the first one. Yeah. that white one. Yeah. That first joint. Yeah. And I wanted to say something and I didn't know how to make come on son appear on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. And I come on, son, is some shit we always said yeah. in the hood. Come on, son. Yeah, come on, son! Fuck uh, out yeah. here, son! You know, I'm a New Yorker. That's how yeah, we talk, yeah, yo, yeah. son. Fuck that, yeah, son! You be like, exactly. yo, I smashed shorty. I was like, come yeah, on, son! You yeah. ain't, yeah. you ain't hit that, son! Yeah. Fuck out here. Yeah. So I, I had just moved into my house. I grabbed a piece of cardboard, a magic marker, and I wrote, "Come on, son!" on exactly. the magic. So everything that I said, if I felt like I needed to flash that cardboard, to I flashed. It. Exactly. Do you exactly. understand what kind of new life that shit gave come me? Come on. I already know. college it. kids and, and looking, Come on, son. I already know. Come it. on, son. Come on, son. All the time. Somebody, i walk through the airport. Somebody that's never heard of your on TV. rides heard of Come On, son. Exactly. It's I'm, just the most organic thing that I have ever done in my entire career. Because it's fearless.
0: And t- I think people, I, I think, that's why I said we're superheroes. People see us doing it and they're like, damn, it could be done. Like they don't think they're, they're waiting on a sign, but that could be the sign. So for me, it's like, right? Come on, son. Like, but I yeah, see, that cardboard is but the I, sign But I, but I see that though. But I see that, and my thought process is, is I just be someone who worked at a system. I know how unhappy the people that work at these companies are, and I know, I know how hard they work and how they're not seen. And I'm like, why are you trying to be seen by them? They are mad because they're chasing you. Right. Just go get hot. I learned everything from relationships. How?
1: That's what they're gonna ask you though, Ray. How do I go get hot? Okay, how so, do I get so,
0: hot? So, my thought process is this. I'm gonna give, I like to tell, I like to say it. I use this example. Remember the first, first day of school when you was a kid? You lay that outfit out in the bed before The beautiful you're outfit, like, put your sneakers you're like, down. There you're time. like, I can't wait to wear this tomorrow. do exactly. Tomorrow, when, well, I tomorrow when I walk this. in school, watch how they act. That's that. Okay, so here's how life works. Every day is that first day of school. You put that outfit out the day before. You're like, I'm going to go do this. And then you walk in the room and no one reacts. Nobody noticed that the sneakers were Gucci. Nobody know nothing. Nobody, nobody peeped. So it's two types of people. One person leaves the room and says, fuck them, they haters. Or another person is like, tomorrow I'm going to get them. Then. And the person that says tomorrow I'm going to get them is always going to win. Because... The people ain't haters. They didn't know that you put the outfit out the day before. They didn't know they were supposed to react. Right. So that means you missed the mark. Come back tomorrow. It's all you got to have is something consistent that you do. Something consistent. Like you said, I had a cardboard box and a marker. That cardboard box is actually more a more famous icon than this. Yeah, it is. You see what I'm trying? But yeah, that's it my is. point. So for me, it's like, just fucking go. Stop worrying about how people, stop worrying about what people feel. Stop worrying about what people think and what they're gonna say. When I started talking on the internet, I know that I outcast my peers. I know it was people in the music business that was laughing at me, I knew it. Bruh, I'm gonna be honest with you. Since I started this show, I haven't asked, it's only one person I asked to be on the show and that was Master P. Cause that's the only person I didn't know. Right. Everybody else hit me. Like, well, cause in my mind it's like, and I'm shocked, like you really wanna do it? Okay, cool. I, I, I just didn't wanna ask you. I, the original idea for my podcast was Convos with the Gods. Right. Because I was like, I want to talk to the goats and I want to talk to the underdogs. And I remember sitting my team and I said, I can't name a combos with the gods because that means it's going to be dependent on somebody showing up. So I'm going to call this shit the God Show. And I'm going to talk every fucking day. And if that's what we're going to do, just ask me a question and I'm going to put that shit on the Internet. And for me, that, and, and I was like, I don't want to p- depend on nobody. I have rules when it comes to working
1: with me. Don't give me a plan if you need me to execute it. These are the most interviews that I've ever done for my podcast. Yeah. It's usually me in my office and a microphone, and I talk for an hour and a half. Exactly. Or I talk for an hour. Or exactly. Or sometimes it's 40 minutes. Yeah. Depends on what's on my mind. It's the rawest, most uncut, the purest thing. And I think that that's what people like nowadays Um I also have done a podcast about the demise of radio, even though I'm on yes. the radio every day, because they're going to have to tackle the FCC. Yes. Because people want the raw. They yes. want it raw. They want it unfiltered. They want it uncut. Yeah. yeah. They think they still do a radio like it's 1988. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are the songs. It ain't the songs. No. It's always going to be the personalities. Yes. It's always been the personalities. Yes. So I kind of feel like the future of radio is going to have to talk to the FCC about letting it be Raw. raw. Or putting some kind of control on it that the parents can dial in on yeah. it, people out of 21 and age or older can punch in and listen, so that it doesn't influence the kids in a negative yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what this is now. Yeah. right. World- Everybody got their own TV in their hands,
0: bruh. TikTok and YouTube are the most watched news channels in the world. And my thing is, but I'm telling you, man, it's the hard part. Is is that? Right,
1: my son is sitting right there. My son came to my house. <laughs> I, put him in, I put him in the room in the basement, <laughs> and I said, "This TV ain't got cable on it." What did you say, Zaya? He's only really hardly watch TV anyway. They don't watch TV. Well,
0: they don't care. Everything in life is on demand. Right. Everything in life is on demand. Everything we do is on demand. Nobody is wa- waking up, sitting up at Thursday at 8 PM to watch the Cosby Show no more. No, not Nobody's like we used to. Like, no, we used to wait gonna, for Martin not, to come on set? No, we didn't wait
1: for that. No, we ain't wait. It's like everything Son, is on demand. Son, we ran home, Martin. We ran the fuck yeah. home. Then we were like, oh, shit, yeah. I got to watch, watch Martin. Martin. Dog. You know, no know every more. word.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, nothing is impacted like that. So the I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be in people's phones. Motherfuckers is gonna see me every day. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna see a clip of me every day. I'm gonna program you, even if you hate me, you ain't gonna be able to get away from me. I'm gonna program you. And that was my, like I said, it was a social experiment. It was like, just go. And my thing is, and, and I, Kanye always said, listen to the kids. I listen to the youth. Right. I listen to them, like all that, oh, that's why I'm like, it's innovate or die. Innovate or die. So everybody is in trouble. Everybody's in trouble because you have these. You have you have. Let me tell you, funny. You have a, somebody that went to school for eight years to get their degree to learn how to do finance, right? Right. And then you got the guys for earn your leisure that just put a camera in front of them that's making way more money. Than Hell them. yeah. And, and are rock stars.
1: Hell yeah. So you got to look at it from that standpoint. Hell yeah. I just did something Come with on. them at, at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, with Busta Rhymes yeah. and Robert S. Smith. Yeah. Big shout out to Robert F. Smith, the richest black man in the world. And he was there, and they interviewed him.
0: Come on, man. Yeah, yeah come they on, man. doing it. The internet is making more rock stars than ever, and no one needs permission, yet everyone is waiting for the right time. The right time is right now. Mm-hmm. Just go. Bro, just go. I'm somebody that has actually done it, and I'm telling you, just go. I'm like, I listen to some of the things I was a part of 10 years ago, and I'm like, damn. Isn't it joy in looking at yourself in old pictures and being like, damn, look how far I've come? Yeah. Ain't nothing like, dog, when I look at my old, dog, if you look at my old shows, I was in a room at a table. We got a set now. But shit, I ain't want to invest in no set. What if I'm investing in a set for? I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Me investing in a set puts my back against the wall. Right. Me put, paying 15000 for podcast equipment not knowing all I did, I might get bored in three months. Everybody on my team know I have one rule. Let's just enjoy doing this shit. Let's do this shit and just do it every day. One camera. I don't care how cheap it is. Who cares? No one has ever watched something that said, man, you see the quality of the camera on this shit. (laughs) Come on, bro. Hopefully
1: they ain't looking at this and saying, do you see the the, quality of the the camera? The camera people. I had to have my shit. I watch other people's shit, too. And I was like, my shit got to look better than them. I'm sorry I'm vain. (laughs) I'm sorry I'm conceited. Big shout out to Drink Chance, Joe Budden. All y'all that got y'all podcast. Y'all know in y'all heart my shit look better than yours. Admit it.
0: <laughs> Admit it,
1: nigga. My shit is 4K. Y'all see all this beautiful shit. Y'all niggas know. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. No. His setup is And his his setup I'm still gonna come setup to is your beautiful. Podcast. I'm his, still gonna come to y'all podcast. His setup is college. Y'all shit is middle I love, school. I love, I love, I love. We gonna get to college, uh, though. We gonna graduate. I, I love motherfucking uh, a million dollars worth of game. I love, love them it. niggas. I love Joe. Love I fucking it. love Nori. Love Nori. I love Nori, and I'm shouting Nori out on my podcast because I watched that thug ass nigga from Queens that used to run around sell crack and do every fucking wrong thing that you could possibly do, elevate to a rap star, and then and then further pivot, pivot to one of the biggest podcasts in, in in the world right now. Now imagine shout out to Drink. Now tab. imagine someone
0: who went my to Scotch college when for journalism. Watching Nori say words wrong, and he'll tell you. He and he it don't wrong. get. He'll tell you I'm dyslexic. I don't care. I'm I don't care. Imagine somebody that went to school for four years to learn this shit, to to professionally do it. To watch a nigga who is like, I don't know what that word is smoke butt, up, smoke, smoke weed with his friends all day, and make all the money, and drink and, and make all the bread, bro. It's a different world we live in, bro. That's why I'm like, don't be that guy. Don't be the the bitter motherfucker that's like, man, I did it the right way. The world
1: does not care. No, absolutely not. The world does not care who did it right, who did it wrong. I look at it, you know, I look at it, Ray, I look at it, uh, I heard 50 say something one time when he was first coming out. He said, you don't hold music, right? Mm -hmm. You make the music, you drop it. You don't wait for the right time. Oh, I'm holding this one. You just drop, you just drop, you just drop, and that's what we try to do. You try to attack, 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 attack. Always something new, always something different, or just make them get used to the shit that you're doing. Yes. There's no excuse for it now because there's no middleman. You got the world in your hands, technically in your hands. One of my favorite directors is this
0: guy named Reginald Hudlin. The Hudlin brothers, they did. Oh the, yeah, they, the Hudlins. The Hudlin brothers, they did the Boomerang. They did um, House, house party. party. Yeah, they did uh, Great White Height. They did House Party. Yeah, they did House
1: Party. And Whoever did that new house party, you need your ass whipped. Which on, son. is terrible. I'm, I said it, you heard me. I turned it off. And now I ain't gonna lie, Jake Latimore is my little brother. I bro. love him, but it's not, it's not no. But it know, ain't his
0: fault. He ain't right the shit. But you know what? But you know, he's a working actor. He did his he He's working, to do. he, he got took the, job. the check. Yes. I would have been in Soul plane if oh. i had
1: got the part. Okay. Me too.
0: No problem. God damn Ryan. Right. I'm taking no, the check. No problem. <laughs> 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 taking that check. Yeah, I'm gonna get that money. I am, but I know what you're talking
1: about with the Hutland yeah. brothers.
0: Yeah, but okay, but but Reggie, Reginald Hudlin did an interview. Uh, some years back when he said, he said, if somebody wanted to be a film director right now, what would you tell them? He said, the equipment that I rented to shoot the, t- cause they shot a 20 minute demo of House Party. Okay. They couldn't, they couldn't get celebrities to be a part they of it. They, the they couldn't another. get the financing. So they couldn't get they, the financing. They, they, he said, the, the cameras that they have in their pockets are better than the cameras we use to film that version of House Party. Wow. And when he said that, I was like, why the fuck are we overthinking it? Just go. Mm. Just go. It's nothing hard. If you want to do something, you want to be an actor, anything I want to do, you tell me anything I want to do, I'm going to the internet first. I'm going to the internet first. You tell me I want to be an actor, I'm going to be fucking acting out scenes on the internet right now, asking people, tell me if I'm terrible. They're going to tell me I'm terrible. Right. I I open the door to diss me, but I'm going to have your eyes. Mm -hmm. You're going to be looking at me. And attention is something you can't fucking undervalue today. That's crazy.
1: Period. That is absolute truth because of the first come on sign I dropped, they put on this is 50com Come on. And I made the dummy move. I read the comments. Mm. Man, they was murdering. Man, I don't read my... They was. Well, fuck this old nigga. He don't know what he's talking about. And my man Money Nails said they watched it. Yeah. How could they tell you exactly what you said if they didn't watch it? As long as they got eyes on it, that's all that and matters. And let me tell you something. I'm glad you said
0: that. Let me tell you something about music. If anybody wants to be in music, let me tell you something. Here's the best part. If someone listens to your song today, I don't give a fuck they listen to it. As long as they get to 30 seconds, it counts. So your shit could be terrible. We could all be like, the most worst song in the world. One of the worst songs ever made is a song called It's So Cold in the D. (laughs) It's so cold (laughs) in the D. How the fuck we supposed to get peace? They shooting it in the fucking graveyard. It's hurt her kids. It's terrible it got like 12, 13 million views. And like, you know it, though. I can't, every time I see it, people be like, when well, I meet people from Detroit, they like, I'm from Detroit, I'm like, man, it's fucked up, man. You know the first thing I think about, Eminem. It's so cold. No, it's nigga, it's so cold. And they be like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's, it, even if it's terrible, you still win in today's world. Right. If it was terrible back then, that means nobody bought your shit.
1: That's right. That it's terrible now, i go going
0: watch your shit on YouTube, and if it's terrible, you still get the view. You can find some value. The in algorithm don't know what's right or wrong. They, they sure don't know don't. why you yeah. laughing. They go, but if they see people watching that they don't gonna promote it. So for me it's like bro there's no excuse. If you want to be rich in today's time there's no excuse. Mm. Duh, Donald Trump taught us that. We all was like <laughs> duh, duh, I'm being, Donald Trump changed the world for better or for worse. He changed the world. Bro And if, I, if anybody in here would bet their life that that man was going to be president in 2013 we would have all bet our life. We all be dead. Be, we all be dead. Right? It was like we didn't, we didn't even want to believe it until the motherfucker was being a, 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 at the inauguration and we still like, nah, this shit can't be real. Right? Hell nah, you from Obama to this nigga? But if you pay it, but dog, he had a community of people that believed everything he said. I'm gonna build a wall, wall didn't have to come. He just said what they wanted to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So my thing is like, when you start looking at people, it's like, no disrespect, but most of us, if we're not focusing, are making decisions based on emotions, not logic. Mm. We make, every decision we make is based on emotions. Nothing we make is based, like logically, we should all support black businesses. Logically, we
1: should Yeah, be, that's logical.
0: But we gonna be at the Louis store supporting they shit because emotionally it
1: makes us feel some kind of way. Right. So my thing to people is, is and that. sometimes it's hard to support black businesses because. Sometimes black businesses need to get their shit together. That's Ray, nigga businesses. Ray, <laughs> <ain't go online. laughs> that's nigga businesses. Why is the music at one hundred and twenty-five <laughs> decimals and it's only one o'clock? Why do they? The why like, everywhere you know,
0: I go they smoke hookah?
1: Right, everywhere they why smoke that's hookah Atlanta?
0: everywhere. That's Atlanta. Bro, That's Atlanta, no, Let like The bro. barbershop smoking hookah. Niggas get their haircut smoking hookah, yeah, man. Yeah,
1: hookah girl in the barbershop. Come on, man. Like, nigga, you can't
0: be serious, bro.
1: I want to have a meeting here, but I can't <laughs> hear you. T- you tell me I can't turn the music down. It's 1230 come in the on afternoon, man. sister. Like, that's nigga business. And then I'll be like, OK, when I go in there, and my problem <laughs> with black business, I got a huge problem with a lot of black-owned businesses, right? I come in, you see me, you want to take my picture, and you want to put me up on the wall. Then you want to charge me for the full meal. price? Fuck. Nah, yeah, I'm not doing that. Nah, I'm not doing that. When I go into a white establishment, they treat It's you. the same love, but they'll give me my food for free. They'll send me something over to the table. Niggas, take this picture with me. Hey, yeah, that's eighteen forty. No, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, no, I'm not paying seventeen dollars nope. for six chicken wings But, you, but you, you
0: know what it is though? We haven't we we haven't been taught service. We're still taught that the world owes us. Bingo. We still talk, like I always say, be excellent first, then be black. Don't be black excellence, because sometimes where we from, black excellence is getting off your ass. Right? No, I want you to be excellent first and then be black. I used to work at McDonald's. When I worked at McDonald's, my first job I ever had, they told me, we're going to have, the object is to get the customer in and out, 30 seconds. That was right. That was what they told me. I went, and then my next job was working for Chick-fil-A, and they said, we're going to pay you $2 more than McDonald's paid you, but that is for your smile. I don't care if you're sweeping, you're going to smile. I don't care if you're cooking, you're going to smile. Don't they got don't the care. best service right in the Chick-fil-A? Yeah, but that's because, the, that's because they drilled Except down that on the, the importance Except Oh, yeah. what anyone in the mall is going to be a problem. Cumberland
1: Mall, that's it. I, I ordered a deluxe. They just gave me a piece of chicken and bread. Yeah. I swear to Christ. What this- I swear to God. <laughs> they didn't say thank you. They ain't say shit. All the other Chick Fil A's, (laughs) they will chase your car down the street and let them get that thank thank you
0: out. Oh, they get that thank you out. What? Oh no, they'll come to you and be like, "You're not smiling." (laughs) You know, you nigga from the hood. You from the hood. You you went from making four dollars an hour to six dollars an hour. You gonna you wanna be in here? You better smile. You start understanding the importance of service. Right. And I think that we don't understand that in our community, the importance of service. We are here to serve Mm. each other that if we understood if black people focused on customer service there would be a black explosion like nothing we've ever seen before in history absolutely because we want to support each other but we just don't want to feel like i'm your nigga come your nigga after we see each other three or four times don't see me and be like what's up my nigga oh, oh my
1: last oh, time in this i hate that in every instance. last time in this motherfucker i don't know about this one. tell everybody how they can watch you bro
0: uh, Please. You watch you me If you if, if you can watch me, the I have a show called The God Show. It's spelled G-A-U-D-S. And that's an acronym for GOATs and underdogs. And um I'm just search that, man. And you know, Ray Daniels, man. Find me anywhere. I'm I'm easy to
1: find. My man Ray Daniel, give it up for him, man. Come on, y'all. Huh? That's it for Come On, son, the podcast for this week. Y'all keep God first; everything else will oh, fall into shit. place. We'll talk you, with you, to you, and about your ass next week. See, Seems getting up so quick. Until trying to get time, out the black stuff together, thing. slide together, <laughs> to laugh out loud together. Y'all be good if you can't be good. Be careful if you can't be careful. Then your baby right. All right. At Lover said, "I'll see y'all next week, man." Y'all take care of yourselves. Come on, Sad. Now get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Peace, y'all. Yeah, I'm on Come on. side, This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out cigarsinternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On, Son, the podcast is produced, engineered, and edited by Cam Quotes and Krista Hayes. Recorded out of Atlanta, Georgia, this is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast brought to you by Ed Lover. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? (laughs) It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.